Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the most amazing podcast floating around on the interwebs, the Mandy Mayer podcast. Jeez, Mandy, way to stay humble on this Thursday morning. Just a massive thank you again to every single person who has reviewed and who has shared and who has rated this podcast. Jeez, guys, I honestly, it took us into the top 50 of Apple Podcasts last week. And for me, you know, I look at the stats purely because the more we can grow this podcast, and I say we because I can't do it without you, the more we can grow this podcast, the more it can reach more people. And that's my entire goal with this is that one day someone who who is really struggling and feels like there's no more hope when it comes to fat loss, stumbles upon this podcast and has a penny drop moment and that ignites the fire within them or within you. So again, a massive thank you to every single one of you. Continue sharing, continue reviewing, continue rating. Honestly, I cannot thank you enough. So I think you all know that last week I was man down with a flu and I'm not usually one that takes a lot of medicine. I try and let the body recover on its own. But it got to the point where I was like, I need some intervention, yeah, some medical intervention. And, you know, I went to down to clicks. Ah, my worst nightmare clicks. And I got some meds and I started dosing up with these meds. Um just so that I could start feeling better again. And the reason why I touch on that is because, you know, I I weigh myself on a very regular basis, not because the, the number on the scale, not because I'm fixated by the number on the scale, but I purely use that number on the scale to draw data so that I can share it with every single one of you to help make it more relatable. And just if I pick up anything on that scale that I can say, yes, okay, cool, maybe this is why it fluctuated. And I can use that as an example for you so that you understand how that number on the scale shouldn't define your way forward or how that number on the scale is affected by certain things that takes place within your body or things that we might do that might then affect that number on the scale. So anyway, long story short, after being sick for the week, um, my eating habits were not great either because I had such a sore throat, I couldn't actually swallow anything. So I, I, I turned to a bit of liquids and a bit of, you know, higher fat foods such as custard and yogurt and things like that. Easier to swallow. Ah, that's what she said. Sure, man, it's too early in the morning for that joke. Anyway, so again, long story short, I got into the scale and I had gained four kilograms on the scale. And I thought to myself, this will be a a fantastic topic for me to discuss on an episode of the podcast to try and make it more clear and more relatable to you as to why we get fluctuations on the scale. So when I stepped on that scale and it had increased by four kilograms, it didn't get to me. I thought, fuck, it's just a number on the scale. And by no means did I feel bad or guilty or disappointed at all because I knew exactly where that fluctuation was coming from. And I knew how to work on it to, you know, get that number to say, for instance, drop back down. But again, for me, it's more about being, you know, getting back up, feeling healthy and just feeling more energetic. So here's a story of how I gained four kilograms over a couple of days and then how I lost it again over a couple of days. And I think this is going to be such a good lesson and such a good learning point. And it's something that I want you all to actually listen to and take in and absorb the information because that number on the scale, a lot of the times it makes or breaks someone's journey. 
And I say that because it has happened to me in the past where I base my entire progress on that number on the scale. And as soon as it fluctuates, I want to fucking give up. And most of the time I did give up because I did not have the understanding of why that fucking scale (laughs) is fluctuating. When it comes to the scale, the most important thing, and I want you to write this down now, the most important thing is that there is a massive difference between weight gain and fat gain. So weight gain on that scale will say look as a fluctuation or look like a fluctuation on that scale, which was my case with the four kilograms, that was weight gain. And it was brought about potentially having more water in my body that then reflected as weight on the scale right? So you've got weight gain and then you've got fat gain. Your fat gain takes place when you're eating in a calorie surplus on a very regular basis or a very consistent basis. And there's a massive difference between weight gain and fat gain. And when you get on that scale and you've gained 500 grams or you've gained one kilogram, immediately you think that that's fat gain. But I'm going to identify some points now, five or six points that actually will show you and help you understand that Fluctuations on the scale, if you have not been eating in a calorie surplus, are actually very normal. So the more you understand that, and the sooner that you understand that, the more you can proceed with your journey without giving two shits, right? Without giving too many shits about that number on the scale. So without further ado, he has five reasons or five possibilities as to why that number on the scale is fluctuating or increasing. Number one, you've had a high calorie or a high carb or a high sodium day a day or two before you weigh in. So what happens there is if you consume more carbohydrates or you're consuming more food as per normal or you're consuming more sodium, what can happen is your body can hold on to water. So the carbs might act as a sponge within your body. It then holds on to water. If you're having higher carbs, a lot of the times those carbs are more processed. And when they're more processed, they've got higher sodium levels in them. When there's a higher sodium level within your body, your body immediately holds on to water to balance out the sodium and the water ratio within your body. What happens then is that water will reflect as weight on the scale. So again, I think it's clear to understand that that is water weight reflecting on the scale and not necessarily fat weight. If you consume more calories than usual the day or two before weigh-in, your body could still very well be holding onto those foods as it hasn't digested it yet, meaning that there's extra weight within your body. That weight will then reflect on the scale as weight. Again, it's not necessarily fat gain, but it's more a weight fluctuation that is reflected onto the scale. So there's absolutely no reason to panic. If you know you've been in a consistent calorie deficit for, say, a couple of weeks and you had a birthday and you ate extra cake or you ate extra pizza or you had some extra beers and the next day you weighed yourself and that scale shot up by a kilogram or two kilograms, right? Immediately you think that all your hard work for the past two weeks has been thrown down the drain, right? You flushed it down the fucking toilet. But it's not the case because you need to identify that, you know what, yes, I had extra carbohydrates. Yes, there was potentially extra sodium. Yes, my body is still holding on to some of that food as it has not yet digested, meaning that there is going to be a fluctuation on the scale. 
the best way to move forward with this is actually work out your averages of your calorie intake over the couple of weeks and see whether you've still been within, say, an average calorie deficit or maybe whether you have gone into a surplus. Again, you need data to be able to do that and you need the stats to be able to do that. But most of the time, I would not panic about that minor fluctuation if you know that you have been in a consistent deficit, but you've had one or two high calorie days leading up to weigh-in. So again, no need to panic, no need to throw away everything that you've done because of one higher calorie day leading up to weigh-in. And that brings me to point number two. And point number two is it could be that you have irregular bowel movements. So let's say all that food that you consumed a day or two before weigh-in, maybe it hasn't digested yet. Keep in mind that that food is still within your body and that food carries weight as well. So again, not necessarily fat gain. It could be that your body has not digested that food. Your body has not got rid of that food through your bowel movements, meaning there is extra weight within your body. So when you step on that scale, that scale doesn't only read, oh, your body fat percentage. That scale reads absolutely everything from the weight of your hair, the weight of your fingernails, the weight of the clothes that you wear, the weight of absolutely every single thing that is attached to your body or in your body. All right. So keep that in mind. That is something so important. So if you haven't made potty, Right? If you haven't had potty time for two days or a day leading up to your weigh-in, that potty that is still within your body could very well reflect on the scale as weight. So again, no need to panic, fucking Beth, no need to panic. What you could potentially do is go into your food logs, look at your fiber intake, or you could just go with no data and say, oh, I haven't had a bowel movement for a couple of days. Let me see if I can increase my fiber and get rid of this potential, say, constipation that I'm having. Um, and that can be done through eating high fiber foods. If you join my, my group coaching, which the next one starts on the 4th of April, this is something that I teach you about. This is all the data that I collect for you so that you don't have to do it. If you don't want to join it, you also don't need to join it. But really, you are missing out. Anyway, sales pitch over. Point number three that could affect that weight on the scale could very well be your menstrual cycle. If you're about to start your period and you know you're about to start it and you weigh in a day before you start it or the day that you are starting it, anywhere around the start of your menstrual cycle, it could very well be or it is most likely the fact that your body is holding water due to hormonal imbalance. Now, a lot of people don't know this and this is something that I teach every single person, every single lady that I'm working with, when there's an imbalance of hormones within your body, your body tends to hold on to water. And during my cycle, it is something that I track on a monthly basis. I know exactly when I'm going to start. I know when there's a hormonal imbalance. And I shit you not, I've had up to a three kilogram weight fluctuation, an increase in weight on the scale on the day that I start my period or the day just before I start my period. And again, if I didn't know that it was due to my period starting or to my menstrual cycle starting, immediately I would have thought, oh, fuck, I gained three kilograms, which is not the case. And a lot of the times when people see or when you see that increase on the scale, you don't put it down to anything else except for the fact that, oh, my fuck, Beth, I gained five kilograms. 
of fat and then you give up all the, everything that you've done and throw away all the hard work that you've done because you think it's fat gain. Again, the chances are that it's water weight within your body due to a hormonal imbalance is exceptionally high. So that is something that you want to keep in mind and remember. One thing I will suggest is if you are not tracking your cycle, your menstrual cycle, I would suggest that you do start doing it, right? Because if you are weighing in and you don't know where you are at at your cycle, you might get very confused between, say, weight gain and fat gain. And that's something that we don't want to get confused with as we move forward. Point number four that could potentially, the thing that could potentially cause a weight fluctuation on the scale, and this is something where, say, my four kilograms came from this week or whatever the case is, is being sick and having to drink medicine, for example. Some meds will sort of cause a, a huge fluctuation fluctuation on that scale depending on what, what meds you are taking. A lot of the times when you are taking medicine, your body will hold on to water as well, right? That water will then reflect onto the scale as weight. Keep in mind that your body is also trying to recover from some sort of virus or some sort of sickness. So again, it's going to be fighting back on that. And again, it could show as a weight fluctuation on the scale. Give your body time to rest. Let the medicine work through your body. Let the water that it's holding on to actually work out of your body and then move forward from there. Okay, so again, we can see that it, and I know cortisone, if you take a shot of cortisone or the doctor gives that to you, I've seen it with numerous amount of people that I work with that can potentially lead your body to hold on to a lot of water that will reflect as a lot of weight on the scale. So important to note that medicine or different medications that you are using can lead to your body holding on to water. Again, it's not fat gain, it's water that is reflecting on the scale as weight. Number five for a weight fluctuation could very well be that you have been training exceptionally hard at the gym or you've been using muscles that you haven't used for quite some time. What happens then is you get little micro tears within your body or within the muscles of your body and for those muscles or those micro tears within the muscles to repair your body actually needs to hold on to water around those little micro tears so that it can repair and recover those muscles or those little tears within the muscles. Again and I think you know where I'm going with this again that water that extra water within your body will reflect onto the scale as weight gain. Again, it's not fat gain, it's that your body is holding onto water to repair the micro tears within your muscles. So again, if you've had a couple of hard training sessions and you weigh yourself and the scale, the number on the scale is not going down, please keep in mind that it could very well be due to water weight within your body. And point number six is the fact that maybe you've got irregular sleep patterns and maybe you've had a shitty couple of nights of sleep. And what happens then is, again, there might be an imbalance of hormones within your body, um, you know, and that, again, could lead to water weight that your body's holding on to. It could be because you may be highly stressed out and there is a higher level of the hormone cortisol within your body. And what happens then is that's more like your danger, your stress hormone. And again, your body could be retaining water because that hormone is known to retain some water. So again, it's those things to look out for. And I think the more I chat about this and the more you listen to this, the more you realize that 
that number on the scale, there's a lot of complexities to it, right? So again, it's not just, oh shit, I've gained five, five fucking kilograms of fat, Becky. What am I going to do about this? Oh, let me give up. No, that's not what you should be doing, right? Um, again, it's about understanding why there is that fluctuation on the scale. And that's what I always say is we should never base all our progress on that number on the scale because, again, that reading comes from a complex place and it, it could come from like I said, high carbs, calorie or sodium day, number one. Number two, it could come from the fact that uh, you're suffering with irregular bowel syndromes. Number three, it could very well be the fact that you're starting with your menstrual cycle. Number four, it could be the fact that maybe you're on extra medication or you've just been sick and had flu and you've got to drink a bucket load of fucking ACC 200. It, number four, it could very well be that maybe you've trained those muscles that you haven't trained for a while and those muscles need to repair now. Number six, it could be, say, irregular sleep patterns and that is causing your body to hold water. I want to give you an example using carbohydrates because I think it's probably going to be the most relatable example. So when you consume carbohydrates, those carbohydrates might act as a sponge within your body. And what happens when you're using a sponge to wipe up water on the kitchen surface or you're using a sponge to, to shower? A lot of the times that water, most of the times, all the times, that water will be absorbed into the sponge. And to get rid of that water out of the sponge, you need to squeeze it. And that's what's happening within your body. When you're consuming those carbohydrates, your carbohydrates will act as a sponge and hold on to that water, right? That water then could reflect on the scale as extra weight within your body. And that's why so many people believe they've had massive success with keto, is when you're cutting out your carbohydrates, you lose a fuck ton of weight within the first week, right? Because you don't have carbohydrates in your body, you're losing all that water weight that goes with it as well. So what you're doing is when you're doing keto or banting, you're essentially not having a huge amount of carbohydrates. So there's very little water within your body. You go for this, you do this for one week, two weeks, three weeks. After week three, you're like, fuck this, I can't do this. I need carbohydrates in my life. Then you have carbohydrates, an excess amount of carbohydrates. Then all of a sudden, you get onto the scale and that scale number has fluctuated, and that's where you think you're like, oh, fuck, you see, carbs are the devil. Because the week that I didn't have carbohydrates, I dropped a fuckload of weight. And the week that I did have these bloody carbohydrates, I gained all that weight back. Oh, it must be the carbohydrates. Again, that's just a moose of fluctuation. It's a massive fluctuation in water weight that's reflecting on the scale. It's not the carbohydrates. One thing you need to be or you need to know is that your carbohydrates, as I mentioned, do hold on to water within your body. It's a normal thing. It's going to happen. It doesn't mean that you should cut out carbohydrates. For every one gram of carbohydrates that you have in your body, your body could potentially be holding on to about two, three, four, maybe even four grams of water. All right. Again, like I said, this is a normal occurrence and it's something that you don't need to be scared of. It's something that you need to understand. I'll say that again. It's something you don't need to be scared of, but it is something that you need to understand. And the reason why I say you need to understand it is so that when you get on that scale and there is a fluctuation, you'll be able to pinpoint why there is a fluctuation and fucking move on from that.
right? That is the most important thing. Say, okay, yes, Becky, I had a pizza last night. And the pizza means there's X amount of carbs and my body could be holding on to two kilograms from that pizza. Or shit, I drank one too many fucking med lemons yesterday. I dosed up on ACC 200 or the doctor gave me a shot of cortisone and now my body's holding on to water. It's not fat gain, it's water gain. And again, I, you know, I say that it, I try and say that in the nicest way possible because I want you guys to understand that if you get on that scale and the scale number does fluctuate, don't give up, especially if you know that you have been doing everything according to plan leading up to that way in day. Now, in saying all of this, I also want to make something very clear is I don't want you to use any of the points that I just said as you creating an identity for yourself as to why you can't lose fat, all right? Let me explain that. So what happens a lot of the time is we would then say, okay, cool, we understand now why there is a fluctuation on the scale. And every week when we weigh in, that scale is fluctuating, right? Then what I've seen a lot of the times happening is immediately we create that identity for ourselves and we say, oh, it's fluctuating because it's my menstrual cycle or because I've got a hormonal imbalance or because I have not been sleeping. And when we create that identity for ourselves, I feel a lot of the times it limits what you can do as well, because now you believe, you know what, it's not on me. It's not my fault because I've got a hormonal imbalance. But that shouldn't be the case. The reason why I've identified these points for you is to help you better understand it, okay? But it doesn't mean that you can't lose fat if there is, say, an imbalance of anything or your body is holding on to extra water. Becky, you cannot continue using constipation as an excuse for not dropping weight on the scale, right? That, I think, me saying it bluntly like that, I think it makes sense. So at the end of the day, there are going to be fluctuations on the scale. You need to understand where those fluctuations come from. But you also need to understand that you need to continue working on your plan so that you can elicit fat loss. So when that water fluctuation or that water does subside or remove itself from your body, that you do see a shift on the scale as well. Because as much as I say that we shouldn't base or you shouldn't base all your progress on the scale, at the end of the day, you want to see a movement on the scale in the right direction because number one, it does act as a form of measuring progress. It also acts as a motivator. And again, it reassures you that what you are doing is working. Okay. And you don't want to lose motivation if you're not seeing a shift on that scale. Right. So again, it is so important to understand why the scale or the number on the scale fluctuates. Now, Another very straightforward, blunt, I don't know what to call it, statement, I don't know, phrase, sentence is, let's say, for example, you know you're going to start your menstrual cycle in a week's time. And for the week leading up to that, you eat exceptionally high calorie foods for the entire week. You're in a calorie surplus for the entire week. Then you get on the scale and that scale has, the number on the scale has increased I need you to identify that you have eaten high calorie foods for the entire week and that fluctuation on the scale, yes, it can be hormonal, but you need to admit to yourself that yes, as much as it is hormonal and there's an imbalance in hormones, you have also overeaten for the week leading up to it. So again, instead of stepping on the scale and seeing a fluctuation and saying, oh, 
it's a hormonal imbalance, it's fine. You need to identify the fact that there was potentially a high calorie day or two days or three days or four days leading up to the weigh-in and that is also or it adds to the reason why there is a fluctuation. So I think I've made that point very clear is yes, there can be fluctuations due, due to water weight due to the six points that are listed and even so many more other points that I didn't list. But also we need to not use that as a continual reason as to why that scale is not shifting in the direction that we wanted to shift in. Okay, so that is so important for me is understand why there's a weight fluctuation. If that weight fluctuation does occur, not to panic and try and identify why it has potentially occurred. And if you do or you have identified why it has occurred and you know that you've done everything according to plan and there's a slight fluctuation, you've now identified why it has occurred, you can then move on from that without throwing away all your hard work that you have put in leading up to that weigh-in day. So yes, I, I gained four kilograms on the scale. Does it bug me? Absolutely not. I identified where it came from. I knew that I was ill. I knew that my body needed rest. I knew that there was um, a huge amount of water within my body. I also knew that I was not eating extremely nutrient-dense foods leading up to that because my throat was so sore I could not swallow. So I was drinking custard out of the box. I was eating yogurts and just soft foods. So again, higher in calorie foods and those foods would then lead to holding on to water. Before I weighed myself on Monday, I also went to a wine farm. I didn't consume any alcohol. Had I, it would have been even more of a fluctuation. Um, I consumed breads, I consumed cheese, I consumed high fats, high calorie foods. So again, it's I can't just say it's from the medication, but it is from all the higher calorie foods and possibly higher carbs that I did consume when I was ill. That also led to the fluctuation. I then looked back at the entire week and I'm like, you know what, Mandy, you haven't been in a calorie surplus. So that on the scale, that fluctuation on the scale, those four kilograms, most of that would stem from water weight within the body. How do you move forward from that? Like I said, the most important point is to identify where it comes from, what it is, right? Then from there, you move on from that. Immediately on Monday, I started feeling a bit better again. I started hitting those nutrient-dense meals. I started moving around a little bit more, and I started increasing my water intake, right? Because every time I drank water when I was sick, I had to cough. And then when you cough, it came out every single thing that was an ear hole, a nose hole, and a mouth hole, right? So I started increasing my water intake. The more I increased my water intake, the more I flushed that water weight or the water retention that was in my body. The more I consumed nutrient-dense foods, the less calories I was consuming, and all of that works so well together, and it helps flush that water weight, helps get you back on track, and again, without even knowing it, a couple of days later, the number on that scale would have come all the way back down, and it will give you a true reflection of where you're currently at. So again, there's a couple of ways on working on that. Um, water, retra water retention is get moving a little bit more, hit those nutrient-dense meals, up your water intake and take it day by day. But again, don't be panicked by those fluctuations on the scale. Always identify why they are happening. Always be true to yourself, be real to yourself and say, yes, it could very well be that, but it also could very well be that, okay? Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to touch on today. 
If you have learned anything from this, I'm absolutely happy. Um, I think it's such an important point, you know, knowing the difference between weight gain and fat gain because so many people, so many of you might give up because you see a fluctuation on the scale and immediately you think it's fat gain and immediately you think that all the hard work that you've put in hasn't added up to anything. You start getting despondent and you fucking give up and that's the last thing I want. So if this episode of this podcast did help you identify a couple of things or understand a couple of things, then my job here is done. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I really do appreciate every single one of you that do listen to this podcast. It's still mind-blowing to me as to how many people I can actually help through taking an hour and a half, two hours of my Thursday morning and recording and editing and uploading an episode. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. If you do have, um, what's it, itchy fingers, not idle hands. If you do have idle hands and you can't control your hands, share this podcast or this episode of this podcast to your story. Just on Spotify, it will literally take you a split second, hit the review button, um, and on Apple iTunes, just hoi me a review, drop me a review. Even if it is like, hey, Mandy, you're talking cuck, but I enjoy it. I'll absolutely appreciate that. Yes, to a super day and keep smiling, keep laughing and keep telling yourself that you can do this. Much love, your not cuck fancy friend who still has a little bit of a phlegm uh, layer on her chest, Mandy.